0: Um, This is the Fiction Old and New Book Group, and today is Friday, April 3rd, 2020, and we're discussing Your House Will Pay by Steph Cha. Um, So Steph Cha is a a Korean-American novelist. She was born in 1986 in Van Nuys, California, and she now lives in Los Angeles with her husband and her two basset hounds. Um, she graduated from Stanford University with a degree in English and East Asian Studies, and then she attended Yale Law School. Um, she's the author of the Juniper Song Crime Trilogy, and she's also worked as an editor and a critic and has published um, you know, various pieces in the Los Angeles Times, and USA Today, the Los Angeles Review of Books. So tonight we're discussing Your House Will Pay, which was published in uh, 2019. And now I'm going to turn it over to Sherry.
1: Okay, I am going to, having some trouble bringing my list up here. Okay, there it goes. Okay, uh, Alan, you're at the top of the list. Okay.
2: Well, I didn't relabel anybody. I'm not doing all that at the end. That's okay, Alan. I'll I'll just read the phone number. Yeah, yeah. 732 is Joni, and I think 576 or 536 is Deanna. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I gave it two hours and seven minutes, and I bailed because (laughs) uh, I thought there was – there didn't seem to be any plot development. There there was a lot of – well, I got confused because there was that opening scene that apparently happened 10 years in the past, apparently, and then – it didn't do a really, real good job of transitioning in, into the future, I didn't think. And then it started moving between the, the Korean dysfunctional family and then uh, back and forth between them and then Ray and his his clan and stuff. And I thought, man, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like they're going anywhere with this. So I yanked the plug and I'm done. So thanks.
1: Okay. No problem. Okay. Uh, let's see. We'll go down to uh, 573. I think that's Deanna. That's okay. um, I, can you talk a little louder? Or?
3: Yeah, let me see if I can set my, my gain on my headset just a sec. Is that any better? Yes, that's yeah, a little that's better.
0: That's a lot better. Yeah. Thank you.
3: Okay. Um, I read the entire book. There is a lot of jumping around, but you finally get a feel for. Um well I sort of grew up in the same time frame in a way, um because I was a teenager during the Watts riots and I knew kids from all over California because we all attended um the Junior Foundation for the Blind events and camps and um uh, dances and activities. So we had a really big racial mix um among that group because it was all visually impaired teenagers and i do remember some of the the confusion and misunderstanding between different groups because as a native american i was an outsider to all of them because there weren't that many of us that were visible at that time in california we sort of blended in and got ignored um but i do remember how it can it kind of blew up between um Black kids and white kids. At one point, when some careless remarks were made by a white girl that offended a black girl, and she cried and cried all night. And you know, then the camp director got us all together and kind of let us the right act a bit. And it was a safe place for blind kids to practice their social skills. And one of the things that came out was both families were struggling to kind of make their way and kind of sheltering in their own communities and really not understanding where the other ones were coming from. And then you got the generation of new kids coming on who were well-educated and they were, um, Ab, uh, politically, uh, out there marching and doing various things, you know, to support stuff, and there was the the whole, um, you know, guilty of being black, and there was the the Korean isolationism, and all of that was like a pressure cooker in the story. And finally, you have the two families. Connected because of the actions of one member, which caused the death of another member in the other family. And that's where the story eventually got to. And then with the sisters in the Korean family, one of them being the good Korean daughter who stayed at home and helped her, her parents run their business, and the other one isolating herself, getting involved, in liberal activism and because of her actions and her sense of guilt over what had happened um in the past she inadvertently opens the door to have her mother murdered by a teenager who who really had no connection but was felt like he was supposed to his aunt had died as a teenager and it was the Korean woman's fault. And so he went and shot her. And then he realized what a horrible thing he had done. And the book ended with um kind of a standoff between the two families at a rally. And the um the black kids family protecting the Korean sisters and a kind of you know both recognition that that both families had suffered and that there was no there was no retribution, there was no there was no point in the anger and the pain and all of the rest of the people the rally that were starting to tear things up and burn things down and riots. You know that was senseless and stupid and and they just wanted to to be over with, so they kind of united at the end of the book as they tried to figure out how to get out of this mess safely, yeah
4: okay, um, Joni um, I had trouble with this book um in the beginning, well, until I talked to Sherry, and she sort of straightened me out on it. Um, I, I couldn't figure out the connection. I think I kept falling asleep. Um, and I had been reading, and I knew that they had been trying to get into the movie. And the next thing I know, I hear that Ava has been murdered. And Ava seemed like such a perfect, perfect Person. I mean, she was a, a black girl that was really, uh, she was uh, playing piano, and she loved classical music, and she had her, um, she, she won competitions, and, um, um, and then all of a sudden, I hear she's been murdered, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, um, how did this happen so then i I had to go back to the beginning and then I kind of put it all together um, because um, uh Ray and Sean were brothers and
2: cousins no wait a minute I'm mixed cousins. cousins cousins
4: cousins uh, sorry having
2: trouble understanding right now. I'm not talking to you, Alexa. Tell Alexa to be quiet. We don't want to hear from her.
4: I want her to get back up and running. That's what I want. But anyway, um, they're cousins and um, and I didn't understand that it was um, Miriam and Grace's mother
5: that was
4: um the The person that killed her um, but then that i you know I reread the thing and then I figured that out, but that then she changed her name, her appearance, and everything, and never owned up to the fact that she murdered this girl and of course, it turned out that Ava wasn't such a goody-goody either, because she had done some shoplifting, and um, it just was—it just was a bad time for uh, the the Korean lady acted so quickly because she thought that Ava was stealing the milk, and um, it just. And then she just couldn't own up to the fact that she had killed this girl. And with all the, the things that they went through, finally um, things came to a head. Uh, Miriam never spoke with her mother for two years because she was going with this white guy. and um, and And she was opportunistic because she was, she really didn't care that much for Blake, but, um, she gave her opportunities to do the writing that she had always wanted to do. And, um, Grace was kind of caught in the idea that she felt that she needed to take care of her family and, and they went from uh, a liquor store to a pharmacy in a, a little matter of time. And so that's how um, the Korean lady, I, I can't remember. I mean, she had two difficult names. I can't remember them. But, um,
6: well, her American name was Yvonne.
2: Yvonne, yeah. Um,
4: yeah. I, I,
6: don't re- I, I, I don't remember her Korean original name. No, me either.
4: But, you know, I, I liked her, despite the fact that But she didn't own up to what she had done.
2: Um, I sure hope that person sneezes wearing a mask so we don't get the virus. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Joni. Sorry to interrupt you.
4: Oh, no, that's okay. Um, Anyway, in the long run, I did like the book. I felt bad for the way it ended. Um... And, and the, the fact that Daryl felt that he um, he had to avenge his aunt's death, who he didn't even know he had never seen her
5: alive.
4: And, um, uh, well, I, in the end, I mean, I did end up liking the book. I didn't think I was going to read the whole Thing, but Sherry kind of set me straight on it and got me to read it, and I did read it, and I finally understood what was going on. But it, it was it was difficult because there were words in there that I had never heard that that uh, the people in that in California used, I guess, and teenagers of that
5: um, well the.
4: Of course, it started in 1991 and then went to 2019. So, um, but I think all in all, I, I don't know if I would read any more books by her because I found it so confusing, but I did like it. I ended up, I can say that, that I did like it. Okay. Uh, let's go
7: to Ladon. Okay. You know, sometimes you start to read a book and the author's prose just catch you. And right from the first few words, you know, you're going to love this book. But this wasn't that kind of book for me at all. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah, you
7: made that, brother. You set us yeah. up.
5: and <laughs> Yeah,
7: you
8: did. <laughs> LaDonna, and- I knew you were going to say
6: that. <laughs> it's very clever. <laughs>
7: <laughs> and, uh. You know, it started off, it was about two families, and I didn't particularly find either one of the families interesting, and they jumped back and forth uh, a little bit between time periods, a little bit confusing until I saw the boy as 13, and then all of a sudden, he was a grown man. But uh, to, I kept reading it, and I thought, you know, this is not very interesting, but those two families are going to come together somewhere, and then that's going to make the book for me. This two families did come together, and it didn't do anything. It just droned and droned on and on for me. And then, then at the end of the book, we have a man who is in jail and confessed to a murder that he didn't commit, they had a, a young boy, 16 years old, who did do the murder, standing in the streets, his uh, cousin standing next to him, kind of keeping the, the people off who are about to start a riot, keeping them away. You have the uh, girls standing there, and the girl whose mother was killed is holding hands, with the young boy who killed her mother. Oh my goodness, and a a riot's about to start, and she ends a book, ends a book. Wow, now, do you think she maybe set us up for another book to see what the world happened to them? It seemed like it, and I don't like books that do that. So that's my two cents, go ahead, let's go.
6: Okay, uh, Marcia. I did like the book. Um, I think the most interesting part was that scene at the beginning, you know, when they were, it, it, you know, flashback to 1992 or whatever it was, uh, when they were going to go see the movie and, and all that, and uh, Ava was, was keeping, uh, uh, you know, track of, uh, of Sean and everything. But, you know, after the, it moved, you know, skipped ahead to 2019, it's like, okay, you know, I can, I can deal. So I did read the whole thing. But I do have one question that I don't think was answered, and I I didn't mind the end of the book. If they, if she does come out with a sequel, I doubt that I'll read it. But my only question is, what happened? Do you you think? uh, Does anybody think Daryl will confess and step up to the plate and do what's right and let his let his uh, his dad off the hook, who sacrificed his freedom to save him? So that's that's my only question, and uh, I I didn't really like Miriam all that much, and Grace was sort of a a, a wimp, but uh, Miriam was was a a, a witch with I B. Um, I don't I I just I just didn't care for her, uh, but uh, and Yvonne I the parents I really didn't get a whole lot of uh, inkling of <coughs> their life. Um, Paul. And uh, Yvonne, of course, Yvonne was the murderer of Ava. And, of course, uh, my one exciting, or not exciting, but interesting part was when, when Sean said to uh, his aunt Sheila, you know, I'm not sure that Ava didn't intend to steal that milk. Um, because, you know, she had it in her, in her, her sweatshirt or whatever. And yeah, you because know, she, she, you know, he said she wasn't perfect. She was not Miss Goodie Two Shoes, and and Sheila slapped him. But anyway, that's kind of a rambling dissertation of my feelings about the book. But I did like it. Okay, David.
1: I don't really have a whole lot to add. I didn't finish the book yet, um, and I do find myself agreeing with what everybody has been saying. You know, it it was rather dark. And I'm not sure I could um, really always like everybody in it. So I don't really have a whole lot more to add there. Okay, Liz?
0: Okay.
8: Um, I liked the book, though I do agree that in the beginning it was confusing and kind of hard to follow. I um, I actually... Um, found the characters to feel Mm. like real they were complex they were not all good and not all bad they had some you know good qualities about them and then they had some less desirable um things uh I found the ending not so very satisfying um I kind of wanted more of a resolution and not leave it up in the air like that and, and I was really, I felt bad for Ray, although Ray was not using his time after he got out very nicely either. So it's kind of like, a you know, nobody deserves to be falsely sentenced for committing a, cur- a murder that they didn't commit, you know? But I kind of, I don't know, I, I, I kind of admired him for, you know, taking the taking the bullet for his gun, for his son, I mean. Um, but I don't know. It was, I, I don't know that I would read more by the author, um, but I... I it just—I think that it was—it was a sad story. It was a dark story. Um, it, it kind of was in the vein of *The Hate You Give* or—or um, um, or even *There, There*. Um, from my, you know, it's just like a, a very unpleasant, uh, unpleasant story. I mean, it just, you know,
1: so, yeah, it was, <laughs> that's my take on it. <laughs> okay, uh, Don Queen. Don, are you there? <coughs>
4: Oh, He
8: muted.
1: <coughs> okay, Joshua.
5: Um, I I would have to say I, I I agree with I agree with Marcia. Um, I I I mean I I tried I read the book I mean, I basically read it I basically read it today I finished it like half an hour before before the meeting started so I did finish it but um I mean I I'm mean, I'm not I I I didn't I didn't dislike it I mean I mean I liked it but it wasn't like my liking for this book wasn't like oh man, this book is so amazing. I, there's just so much of this book that I could really get behind and I'm going to reread this book again. Um, that's not the case. Um, I, I really didn't I really didn't like a lot of the characters. I didn't like Miriam. she was she was annoying. She was, I thought she was very self-centered. Grace was kind of you know whining about her life, although I mean I mean she did you know take care of her mom and mom and dad. Uh, but kind of, uh, you know, she didn't like. I thought she was kind of whining about stuff. I didn't like her. Um. Um. Like, like, uh, I basically thought the ending. What the ending was? I, I wish they'd been a little more, uh, you know, a, res, a resolution. I'm glad that, 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 you know, Sean was Sean was kind of protecting protecting Miriam and Grace at the end. And that one, you know, Grace was holding hands with Daryl. I think that's great. But I mean, I kind of would have liked to know exactly what, you know. It really wasn't a much of an ending. I don't know, you know, was Ray, they had the protest? Was Ray was he was he officially charged with the crime even though he didn't do it? I mean, I would have I would have liked to, you know, have an you know a more a, more of a more of a more of a resolution. I would have liked to have more of a resolution. Um, it, it was it, it was it was okay. I mean, I read it. I mean, I read it. I'm mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, if any other. If if that one trilogy that she already mentioned ever comes on Bard I probably I probably won't read it. Um this was this, this it was it was okay. I mean, this was it was just so it was okay. I mean, I'm glad I mean I'm glad I read it. The the end of the beginning was a little odd. I mean, I was like, wait a minute, here we're ninety one, then we're like two thousand nineteen, what happened to the other twenty eight years? And then, you know, was I mean uh, it, I was I was I was surprised when 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 Yvonne when she died because I thought that she was she was, you know, better. The two weeks, but you know, that wasn't the case. But, um, oh, yeah, it was, it was just, uh, I um, this one
1: it was all right. Okay, uh, Don, it looks like you're unmuted now.
9: Yes, I hope so.
1: You are. You sound good.
9: Yeah, you hear me now? Yep, you yeah, sound fine. sound God. Okay, I grew to like the book very much. I think it really let let us to well, the horns of a dilemma. Though at the end, there's Ray, who's going to go to jail whether he confesses or not because he's got caught with the gun and while on parole, um, but he's going to now he's facing a murder, murder charge, and then he's trying to protect his. Teenage son, it's all because of this interfering Wee. girl that's trying to do good, you know, and they all ended up bad. So it was kind of a moral thing. I kind of in, in familiar territory, LA, they were sure scattered around in a large area in LA. I was just in Palmdale and central LA and uh, Lancaster. But anyway, they, um, it was a very uh, interesting story and it reminds me of the DA in San Francisco whose father is serving a 30-year term in prison for what he did as a weatherman and mm-hmm. trying to rob a Brinks truck and somebody got killed. Mm-hmm. He was just driving the car. So that, that that's uh, some horrible things can happen when you're young and not thinking very much.
1: Okay, uh, Michelle?
0: Okay, um, well, I'll say usually before I pick books for this group, I read the book ahead of time. And I, I didn't do it in the case. Um, and I, <laughs> I've had a very, very difficult time reading lately. My concentration is atrocious. So it took me probably about two weeks to read this book. Um, and, I, and I did read the whole thing, but it was, it was a long process. And I think ordinarily I would have loved this book. Um, I, I, I I really do, but I had a hard time focusing on it and listening to all of your comments. I, I think I'm you know appreciating it more than I did when I was reading it. Um, I, I thought it was very well done because she portrayed both families, I thought, equally well, which is not an easy thing to do. She's Korean-American, and I thought that the Black family, all the characters, at least to me, seemed very complex, like like Liz was saying, and you know, multidimensional. They weren't good, they weren't bad, um, and I I, I like the fact that that she presented both sides. I think it was a little confusing at times, jumping back and forth, but I think she had to do it that way so that you would you know slowly become immersed in into both of their families. And I actually really liked the ending of the book. I thought that. Um, I, I like the fact that we don't really know exactly what happened, that there could have been a lot of different possibilities. Um, and, and, you know, maybe things worked out. I don't think that they did. I think, you know, most likely they didn't work out the way that, you know, I guess it should be done. But I like that there was that sort of openness to it. Um, and apparently this was based on a real life case um, around the same time as, as Rodney King about a Korean American uh, woman who worked in a store who shot a teenager uh, who she thought was stealing some orange juice as she was leaving the store. She shot her in the, in the back of the head. Ooh. So that was the the impetus for this case. And I was actually going to ask Don later on if he could tell us a little bit about Palmdale because I'm not familiar with that neighborhood. And I, I thought possibly you might know a little bit I, of information about that. I, and I'll, I'll, I'll turn it over to Sherry. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I really like the book. I think more than most of you, um, I thought the writing was good, and I thought the characters were complex, and she did a good job. I mean, Sean wasn't that likable, but yet he was a pretty good guy. Ray was kind of a jerk, yet you didn't really want to see him end up in prison for something he didn't do, and here he was taking a bullet for his son. Um And it just shows how easily things can get so out of control with misunderstandings and making assumptions about another race. The whole race is this way or that way just because of one incident and people getting out of control, angry and stuff. I thought the ending was very poignant when they were holding hands. That was really nice that here each of them had lost a loved well daryl didn't really know his aunt but they had each lost a loved one in a way and they sort of were forgiving each other yet the crowd around them was still angry and ready to riot and i hated the ending i i wanted to know if ray ended up going to prison or not so so anyway um i'm the last person so we can kind of open it up for discussion and i guess marcia was wondering what other people
6: thought how it would
1: end what would happen next
6: yeah, I was I was wondering if you know what what uh, would have happened with with Daryl, you know, if he would step up and and do the right thing and to confess and and well, he, Ray would have gone to jail regardless because he was uh, arrested for having uh, a weapon right. uh, on parole, so he would have done some time at any rate, but not for murder.
7: I will say that as I read the book along the way. I saw there were two crimes there, and uh, there was uh, the the murder, and, and then uh, there uh, was a crime in the grocery store. And I thought those were two different kinds of crime. One was a crime of passion, and one was deliberate, and for, uh, she got out. That's a good point. Then, no. then, then uh, well, it was really confusing. Then when I found out, let's see, in the grocery store when the, the two kids were in there and the lady behind this uh, counter was watching them it was suspiciously, that kind of makes uh, black kids upset. They don't like that. And she put the milk under her uh, shirt for a joke. She had, when they found her after being killed, she had $2 in her hand to pay for the milk, she wasn't gonna go out at all. But the lady behind the counter got so angry because these kids were stealing milk that she grabbed her and pulled her almost across the counter kind of saying, you can't steal my milk. And then the little black kid then fought back and that's where the uh, crime of passion hits because the lady behind the counter, grabbed a gun, and shot her. So there's the crime of passion. Then with the crime of, of that was thought out, she was shot deliberately while in a parking lot. So that was pretty bad, and I know which way I went. Then we find out that the deliberate uh, a lady was shot by a 16-year-old kid. And we know how sixteen-year-old brains sometimes times work. Yeah. And so it was kind of hard, you know, to to separate the crimes. One crime, passion. One pre-thought-out crime, because it was thought out by a sixteen-year-old. That was a little. Then then you got to thinking, well, now which crime was worse? Which crime was worse? So that was the way I diagnosed the book as I was reading along with it.
2: Did y'all get kicked out again? Because I no, did.
6: No, oh, just no. you. Yeah, uh-huh. you're the only one this time,
2: Alan. Well, I, I, yeah. I, I, si- I signed back in with the computer this time because the phone apparently was having some problems. So. Yeah,
7: I got kicked out mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah, oh, everybody yeah, did. All, yeah, did.
1: did. When yeah. you left, Alan, it made Marsha the host. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. Uh-huh. Right.
4: Good. So, John uh, um, ex- can you tell Excuse about- me, but um, <laughs> could we... Could
0: you tell me what the book is? Yes. I'm going to really have to be it. Let me do that right now. Um, and then I wanted to actually ask Don to tell us a little bit about um, Palmdale, if he could, because I was curious about that. Yes. And I also oh, have right. a
6: question about the, uh, the the relationship between the Korean community and the black community, if Don okay. if knows anything about that.
0: Um, so, jo- are you set, Joni? Yeah. Okay. So the next book is called *The Midwife's Revolt*. The the author is Jody J O D I, and her last name is D A Y N A R D. Dinar. Oh, wait a minute. Oh. Is it midwife W I F E, or W I V E? F. Okay, so it's M I D W I F E apostrophe S. Okay. Midwife's Revolt. Mid- wait a minute. And the number is, so it it's, it's, was produced by a local library, so it's a DBC number. So it's not a DB, it's a DBC. Mm-hmm. And the number is 04046. 0404.
6: Mm-hmm. So i now I forget. How did we do that with that last DBC number we, we did? You don't you do you write the C0?
0: I think you could just put the number in O four O four six and it should come up. Okay. Because I know it the may, last It may one. come up with a DB book, but it should come up with the D B C book also. I would probably try it that way. If not, I would look it up by author. Now, so her, what's the what's the author's last name? Okay, so her last name is, is D, like David, A Y N A R D, Denard. Okay. And I'll just read you the description so you'll know what it's about. Um, it's 12 and a half hours. Um, This is a historical novel taking place in a totally different time than our our present day. Um, After her husband's death in the Battle of Bunker Hill, headstrong Lizzie Boylston, a friend of Abigail Adams and a gifted healer, devotes herself to the cause of American independence. This fast-paced novel offers an impeccably researched perspective of the lives of colonial women. So that's what this book is about. Okay. Good. Okay, thank, well, you so, very thank, much. thank you very so, much. Thank you for coming, Joni. And let's just, before you leave, let's remind everybody about Banquet of Books, and then we'll get back to the discussion.
9: What is Okay. Right thank
4: now?
0: you. Uh,
4: Banquet of Books is next Sunday, a week from this Sunday. Uh, for those of you that celebrate Easter, it is Easter Sunday. Um And in a banquet of books, we discuss, um, everybody discusses books that they've read, that they've liked, that they haven't liked. And i like people to give a very uh, short, three to five minute uh, description of the book, synopsis, um, not a 10-page book report, please. And uh, we welcome you. And... uh, banquet of books is on at five eastern um it's in the uh uh yeah what room is it in
1: (laughs) we all have the id number it's in the banquet of books room right oh
4: okay sorry um and i don't
2: know know the id about meeting id by heart but we'll send a newswire out so people can get it
4: thank you alan And uh, I hope people will come since we're all confined to our various residences. I hope that we'll have a lot of people and that you have good books to talk about. I feel very bad for people that are Braille readers that can't get their books because libraries are not open for Braille uh, readers, and it's very sad. But anyway, so I, I won't uh, keep you. I hope that people will come. And uh, uh, as I always say, everybody is welcome. So thank you for letting me talk about my banquet. And um, we have...
0: Uh, okay, I, I guess that's it. Well, Thanks.
4: thank you for coming, Joni. It was nice
0: having
1: you with us. Oh, thank you very much. I, I enjoyed this group. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.
9: Okay, Don, you want to enlighten us about L.A.? Oh, well, um, I, I wish Bob were here because that's out near his country. But L.A., uh, Palmdale's way out in the desert or up in, out in the valley. I'm not quite sure which it is, but it, it, in L.A. And... Uh, uh, I, I guess the black community has moved out to the valley from the central LA and uh, like I have here to cheaper <laughs> climbs. But um, the, um, uh, it, it's just a, it was pretty much a lily white area until, until recently. And that's about all I know about Palmdale because it's always okay. been a business.
0: It's a, it's such a big state, California. I think people that don't live there think everybody knows everything about the Oh no, state. <laughs> no no. It's like that, you that, know, people say,
6: "Oh, but do you know so and so? My cousin's blind. He lives in in yeah. wherever." You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Don, been... do you know anything about the Korea
1: slash black issues that Marsha was asking
9: about? Well, I mean, that they uh, really the Korean town got really burned. Torched uh, during the second riot, uh, the police were kind of on. They were accused of being on, vac- uh, on vacation. And didn't okay. Somebody, the- really t- somebody,
1: somebody needs uh, to be. I'm sorry. Yeah. Please, me. I don't know who that is, but there's okay, a lot Joshua. of kid, kid noise. I think I thought it was Diana, but I, I can't tell. No, uh,
3: okay. No, I no. I th- uh, okay, I don't have any. Okay, I
9: think it's Joshua. Okay, uh, go ahead, Don. The the uh, the they, uh, was really wiped out the Korean, I, I there was a, a large Korean community though. I went, got on the wrong bus one time and the driver, I asked him where my next stop was. And he said, it it's forbidden. <laughs> and I didn't believe him, but I got off the bus and I was blocked before I found somebody that could speak English. So they had quite oh. an extensive community there.
3: Mm. Yeah. yeah. Isolation. <laughs> You know, cultural separation and misunderstanding. That's the, the whole key to this yeah. book because um one of the reasons Yvonne was afraid and angry was because of the malicious destruction of the, the small family stores. Like, remember the uh, liquor store event that happened later that Sean observed mm-hmm. where that store, uh, people were angry at him because he was not pleasant to the kids. Well, the kids were often stealing stuff from him, mm-hmm. so he got to be hostile, you know, and it may not have seemed to like a lot, you know, mm-hmm. if he, if, why was he being so mean about one magazine or a candy bar or whatever? But it was his livelihood.
6: And, and it added add up, probably.
3: Yeah, and it would. I mean, if he were, if he let one kid get away with it, what about all the other kids that you know, would come in? So there was a kind of friction between the haves and the haves and nots without an understanding that the haves only have a little bit more than the have nots. And they worked very hard to get that little bit, you know, to, to open a store and often working it, you know, very long days. And um, so there's just a complete misunderstanding where eventually the Korean shopkeepers were very wary. And because of some of the things that were going on with with robberies and, and the people getting beat up and property being damaged, they were they were fearful. So Yvonne's fear of the black teenagers was intense too. And her anger because This is her livelihood. This is how she's pregnant. She's trying to, you know, run the store. She's all by herself there. I mean, it's natural for people to be frightened. And it's one of the things I think that I was aware of one time when I was running my fair trade gift shop by myself. My husband had to do something, and so I was all there alone. And a young man came in and asked, force and help find his mother a birthday gift so i started questioning him about what his mother liked and what she was interested in and the security guards that normally patrolled our area paid by the merchants to keep an eye out for um you know things that were going down came in and she said i'm just going to be looking at planters over here Dee." and i said oh that's fine joey and i kept talking to the young man Walked him all around the store, showed him a variety of things. He picked out some items, brought him up, paid for them and left. And she said, I just came in because he's got tattoos and a ring in his nose and he's wearing a leather jacket and he just looked like trouble. And he was perfectly polite to me and a sweet young man. But if I could have seen him, I might have been afraid of him and wondered if he was coming into my shop because I'm not very... Um, intimidating, not very tall, not very, you know, scary looking. And, you know, was he coming in there to rob me? And if I had been rude to him, I would have missed the chance to help a, a scary looking, very sweet young man who was waiting for a birthday present for his mom. <laughs> you know,
2: how, how much time passed between the riots and the opening scene and when Ava was killed? I had a hard time following that.
0: It was
1: t-
6: not much. Not
1: much, she was still a
6: teenager. So it wasn't, didn't yeah. that happen in, in uh, the, the riots happened in what, 91? Yeah. 91, yeah. And this took place was 92, I think. 92, wasn't it? Wait,
7: yeah. Rodney
6: it, King. It, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was very closely
3: connected.
2: So that they, do, they tell, do they ever tell give us a, they ever give us a date when Abe was killed and stuff? Because they didn't tell no. me. No. No.
9: It. it was no, interesting, exactly too, not.
3: that you didn't
1: know that Yvonne, at least I didn't pick up that Yvonne was the killer. I was quite surprised in the middle of the book when they revealed she was the killer. So
2: I was okay. wondering if, if that was part of the reason she was so, so afraid. Maybe there were some Korean stores that got looted during all that riot. Yeah. The
5: yeah, yeah. So. yeah. They did. Yeah, They did, yeah. Yeah, so that would seem to
3: make sense. I Fear and anger at black teenagers.
2: Right, yeah, yeah, I got I mean, that. But I, she still shouldn't have killed the woman killed the girl. No, no.
5: No, no.
0: <laughs> I, I think I think also that she was trying to show that, you know, it, it that these the impacts of these kind of actions last throughout the generations because she saw mm-hmm. one generation and then, you know, so many years later it impacted so strongly mm-hmm. upon the next generation. So mm-hmm. I thought I mean I thought it was interesting that she didn't really know the history of her own mother what her own mother had done. Yeah. Like I found that really yeah, that, that was that was interesting. surprising to me. It was interesting. And also, yeah. you know, that what happened, I mean, it, if you have a gun, I, I, I didn't really grow up around guns, so I'm not familiar with guns, but I imagine if you have a gun in the house and there's teenagers in the house, you might expect that the teenagers might find the gun. So, Probably. you know, it doesn't seem to be a great, a great thing to have in the house, you know, if you have teenagers, young, young children, and things like that. So it wasn't surprising that he actually found the gun, but it was, like Sherry said, I was surprised when she got killed, I was surprised at the at that sort of twist in the story, but then when I heard what she based the story on, then it it made more sense to me that it was loosely based on you know real because i think rodney king is the one that we all think about but there were other incidents also at the same time and and uh,
3: are modern too you know right now um with that's why there's a lot of anger against police force and there's a lot of fear on the part of policemen and it and it just escalates when people are so afraid they stop seeing each other as individuals.
7: Afraid and angry. And, yeah. What were you going to say, uh-huh. Don? I was going to say that she felt so guilty or terrible about what her mother did. That was before her birth. My, yeah, she was my pregnancy. My ancestors who came before me uh, may have done some see rotten things that I don't know about if I found (laughs) out about it I don't think I'd personally feel guilty about it but would you if it was your own parents I mean that would that'd make it a little closer yeah you you know you worry about it but I still wouldn't be what she did I I don't know why she would feel guilty what her mother did before she was born and since she was born she's been a pretty good woman and anyway, I I just didn't I, I don't know because that has never happened to me, uh, except a, a little bit about who was married to who before I was born, uh, and I don't feel guilty about that.
6: Well, what I <laughs> what I want what it was kind of thinking about is you know everybody knew Miriam knew, and of course you know uh, Paul and and Ivan uh, knew. How on, in, on earth could they keep this all from Grace?
5: Yeah, it was interesting. Well, Grace was was kind of a stay-at-home, you know. Well, yeah,
6: she was very naive, very, uh, you know, uh, kind of – She
5: didn't do very much.
6: Well, she she actually, she did have – she worked in the pharmacy. I mean, she
5: stayed at the pharmacy. Pharmacy? That was was pretty much what she did was the the pharmacy. She was
6: kind of an an unassuming mm -hmm. woman, you know? Yeah, yeah. Didn't she have a degree
1: in something, pharmacy?
3: she had a a college degree Yeah, she was a pharmacist but she as I said she was the good girl and she resented the burden of keeping her parents pharmacy going and yet she didn't you know Miriam took any excuse to run off and and play and do whatever she wanted and it was an excuse to be mad at her mother about this because she was um she was older so but not that much. So she was a toddler no. at the time this all went down. So it had nothing to do with her either. Um oh. I think that so. the Korean community closed up around Yvonne and made sure that she had a way to change who she was and to kind of disappear into the into the community of the church and the people and you know kind of circled around her. So in a way the ending is the ending is for me a positive thing because both the the Korean daughter was no longer angry even at the black teenager. She understood what what it, what had happened. She understood and she didn't want him punished because he was just a kid.
9: Yeah. And yeah, um, so, and Sean uh,
3: didn't watch her or his sister punished because they weren't Yvonne, and they had nothing to do with Ava's death. And also, he could see that they didn't hold anger towards Daryl. So the two families could see that, that it had been a tragedy
2: for everybody. Right. What were you going to say, Joshua? I was going to say something. Oh, Alan. Okay, sorry. Uh, So in 2019, and I apologize, I read two hours of the book, but I I think I understand why I stopped. But in 2019, Grace is trying to figure out what's going on with her family. And and is it the secret that her her mother killed somebody like 28 years earlier? Am I following?
5: Yeah, yeah.
1: And her oh, mother adopted yes. a, Was acquitted and adopted a new identity,
2: which is why she. Yeah. So, so Miriam found out about it. So Miriam knew about it, or yes. what?
1: Yeah. Well, actually, yeah, she
6: wasn't. She wasn't, uh, she wasn't acquitted. She was. She was found guilty, but only received uh, probation in, uh, community and community. A five hundred
5: dollar fine. You're right, so how, did, you're
6: right. how did
2: Miriam find out about it? Did they ever? Uh, make it's
5: clear? It, and, and it never she was really had, at the time. Yeah, it never really says okay. how
2: she
5: found. Oh, how she.
2: I, I, was, I, I'm kind of like what somebody else said. I, I, I find it awfully unusual that they were able to keep that a secret for 28
6: yeah, years. Yeah, I don't understand. Like,
3: yeah, I'm not sure whether that
2: makes a lot of sense to me. I, but, hey.
3: because, because the parents were very private. Right. And they didn't, and they were, their community knew. Everybody but else they had knew. No reason. To, yeah, they didn't have any reason to talk about it because they knew and there was no point in telling the girls about it. Um, That was old news <laughs> by the time the girls was growing In up. In fact,
7: it was probably a big deal to keep it secret from them. Well, the oldest daughter yeah. knew about it so, because yeah. she was alive and lived through the time of the trial. Now, the youngest daughter didn't know anything, and that's one of the things that made her angry was a whole family knew something that she didn't know, yeah. and it was coming up, and she didn't know why, so that made her angry right there. But yeah. the oldest daughter mm-hmm. did know about it because while she was young, she still lived through the top. Then they moved and changed identity, and so they were in Cagdito, I guess.
2: Uh, okay. All right. Well, thanks. Sorry. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I I'm glad I only read two hours, so that's good. <laughs>
7: okay.
6: Yeah. yeah.
3: I actually, it was really good. I thought it was really good. I, yeah, I, I think too. if there was any sympathetic character in it at all, I thought Sean's girlfriend was. I thought she was. Yes, she was quite likable. Oh, she uh-huh. was, yeah. yeah. Jasmine, was that her yeah. name? Jasmine? Was,
2: yeah. Yeah, Jasmine? Yeah,
5: Jasmine. Oh, Jasmine. Jasmine. that little
6: girl was so cute, too. Uh, uh-huh.
5: Monique. Monique? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, she was cute. Yeah, she was very cute. So,
3: yeah, that part was just the about, it. that was his ray of hope. His... You know, he didn't have to let his um, childhood and his teen years and his mistakes keep him from looking for something better. And I think that's why he wanted to protect Daryl because he understood you're a kid, you do stupid stuff, but you shouldn't have to pay for it forever.
2: So, so Daryl is Ray's son, right. and he finds out about Ava getting killed, I don't know how many years later, and then he kills Yvonne, is that right? Right, uh,
6: right. Yeah. Um, Daryl did, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Darryl,
2: uh, yeah. I, 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 the the time, it just doesn't seem to work for me. I, I'm sorry. Just, I mean, there's too it many works years. Better it better when
1: you read it, because Ray had gotten out of prison, and Ray was a big, tough guy, and I think Darryl... No,
2: I know. Ray had been in prison for 10 years. I remember yeah. all that. But, yeah. Uh,
1: I think so, Daryl kind of well, wanted to emulate Ray.
6: And so when, yeah. so when, yes, so
2: when does, so. does Daryl kill Ray? I mean, when does Daryl kill Levine? At what part of the book? In 2019?
6: 2019. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah.
9: yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah.
3: okay. okay. Yeah. When Ray comes home and starts doing squirrely things like buying himself a gun because he thinks he needs it, Um, he's still living in the past of, of central L.A. He's not... Living in the palmdale you know middle lower middle class family setting that his um his his uh wife family had established and he started doing some of the same poorly things he did that got him in trouble in the first place and sent him to prison the first time
2: all yeah, right yeah, you know yeah. stepping
3: out on his wife um you know. Just doing dumb things. things. Robbing a
2: store with a toy gun and and leaving the money in the knapsack. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: so there he is being a fool again. Plus um, Sean being jealous of Sean and driving him out of the family um, because he's jealous that, that Sean was there helping raise his kids. Then he's showing off in front of his kids boasting about being a gang member and all of that stuff. And so Daryl starts to change from being a good kid that goes to school, gets good grades, has a girlfriend into a a just a a, you know, a gangsta kid.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. um,
3: because he's admiring his father. So he gets into this family thing of, you know, being a gangster and revenging the death of his aunt, the innocent pure angel, when Sean is saying no, she never was an innocent pure angel. She was a teenager. And she was doing stupid things like teenagers. do. Yeah. And she might have really intended to steal that milk. Because she, you know, thought she could get away with it because it was just a pregnant girl standing there at the counter. And so she was going to sass and, and, you know, march off with this milk and you can't stop but, me kind of thing.
8: You know, one, one of the things I want to say about that is I'm not sure that she went into the store with that intention because she had the $2 in her hand. But oh, maybe, when, maybe when um, Yvonne, like, you know,
3: yeah, in case was she watching her intently, yeah.
8: Yeah. Well, yeah, I I, no, I think what I think when Yvonne really, you know, pulled her over the counter and stuff like that, but at that point she
7: might have just said, "Well, you know,", <laughs> you know but, but I,
8: that I was know a that
7: joke. She... I thought that was a joke. She was playing at first. They were back there fooling with the milk. It was playing, oh. and they were being okay. uh, they were being uh, watched, and she knew that. So oh. she had the money to pay for the the, the milk. She just stepped mm-hmm. it under there, hot the, You know, like kids yeah. doing. And I didn't. I think. That, but I wanted to know when Ivan was shot in the parking lot. The car sped off. Of course, we didn't know who did the shot, shooting off. How long when you were reading while you were reading the book? Did you know that was Daryl? I didn't. I didn't either. It took a while. I.
0: I, I, I don't think, think anybody. Was, yeah. yeah. I don't think anybody no. knew it was him. I mean, they knew it was probably somebody related to the family, but I don't mm. think people knew exactly who I it did. was. When I
7: read the book, as soon as Carol started, I said, oh, that's it. He's the kid. That okay. Did. Yeah, immediately. Well, I, I don't know. I figured that out. <laughs> I, I think one thing that
0: came through with this book, and and I don't know that it's in everybody's life experience, but I think that there are a lot of places where there's always an imminent threat of violence that could happen. And I think that came through a lot in this book. Like, if I go into a store and you know to buy milk or something like that like I don't expect to get into a violent confrontation even when I was younger with the store owner but I think that there's a lot of places where there's always that tension that it could erupt into violence at any time and I think that she did a really good job of sort of showing that and I I've met people like throughout my life particularly when I was working that grew up in those kind of environments where like you know, they've told me like stories, and it's so foreign to me to listen to it. But when I was listening to the book, it really came through. I thought she captured that really well. Mm-hmm. yeah, the tension and fear that, that can be part yeah. of. It. I live in in a low
3: income neighborhood, and um, I had to laugh at my daughter because she uh, dropped me off because I was getting ready to getting the house ready for us to move in. So I wanted to clean cupboards and some shelf paper. So she me up And, me up later. and um, she came back and she said, Mom, there's a police car down at the end of the block. There's broken glass everywhere. And I didn't see a single white face on the street. And I'm saying, baby girl, We're not white either, so (laughs) we need to get over it, you know, because I did live in mixed neighborhoods and in poverty before, and when I walk around the neighborhood, I can see things that would probably scare you, like teenage boys standing in their driveway talking trash. As I walk by, you know, they're calling back and forth and, and, and acting tough, but because I work a German shepherd who's a... Big baby, actually. Um, they always give me social distance. You know, they don't approach me. They come maybe within 10 feet of me and will ask questions about my dog and say, uh, pretty dog. And I'll say, yep. And I'll keep walking and they'll say, does he buy it? then I'll say, only if you give him a good reason. And I just keep going. Mm-hmm. And I'm very relaxed and casual. So I don't give them a target by being afraid of them. And I think in that kind of an instance, if you look scared, then it tempts them to go a little further and a little further than they might have. If you look comfortable and relaxed. Well, it's nice that that has
1: worked for you, but there are a lot of people that are quite confident, and they still get mugged. and um, They
3: can I'm quite surprised when it
1: happens. But
3: no, they sometimes put on too much of a tough attitude. There's, uh, there's different ways to do things. And sometimes, you, sometimes
1: people are just going to be bad people, and it doesn't matter how the victim they are is acting. Yeah. And, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they are. But as I said, I I would be more nervous if I were just walking with my cane. Yeah. than I am with walking with my shepherd. He's 25 inches with his shoulder, and he looks like a German shepherd. So, you know, people don't bother me, um, and I don't really have fear, because he barks when anyone comes, you know, up to my door and runs to the door and stands up looking out the glass at them, and I have to yank him down. And
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, um, I had another book question. I was wondering if you guys thought, I mean, I didn't like Ray much. Are you mm-hmm. thinking that you'd be happier if he took the blame for Daryl's action or would it be better if he let Daryl take it because Daryl's a juvenile and wouldn't have as much time?
7: That's interesting. I, well, that's I thought, a very interesting I thought question. About Dar- I thought about Daryl and um, the thing is, he could have grown up, he could have taken that as a lesson and and grown up, to be a good man, or more likely, I thought he would go on being a delinquent and then being a a teenager, and he also would end up being in jail, and then their daddy would be in jail for murder he didn't commit, and Darrell would be eventually in jail himself. They would both be in there. I didn't think it was a lesson that his father was actually teaching him.
1: Well, you do think the ending with the girls forgiving him, basically, and he was almost in tears, that wasn't a lesson? Because I thought that probably changed
7: him. No. I don't know. Who knows? We don't
1: know. Anybody else? No, we don't
7: know.
1: Liz, Joshua, anybody else? What do you think? Michelle?
8: (laughs) I guess I didn't really give it that much thought. But, you know, at at a very basic level, no, I don't think Ray should be in jail for a murder he didn't commit. I think it was, I, I got the impression that it was Ray's hope that if he took the rap for his son, that his son would turn out differently than he did. Yeah, he like yeah, own, that,
5: yeah, you're right.
8: He felt right. like his own life was kind of like ruined anyway. Yeah. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's what I read into it. and I think so too. Whether, yeah. whether it would have turned out that way, who knows but i I think that that was ray's motivation and the gun you know the gun they he the the gun was his he he knew they got him for that and you know he knew that he wasn't he was out and he was already making stupid stupid decisions yeah yeah Who he hung out with and what he did and he wasn't treating his wife very well even though she Mm -hmm. hung in there you know i i think he just had some kind of awareness that you know i may as well just go to prison because i'm going to hurt too many people out here you know, I mean, mm-hmm. that's
3: kind of that's kind of uh, something that kind of surprised awesome. me. I Go think ahead, it's
5: right. I mean, that's 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 something that surprised me because I mean, I mean when, when Ray got out, I'm thinking, okay, is this he was in, he was in prison for ten years for armed robbery. I mean, that's not I mean that's that's bad, but it's not. I don't think it's to me, it's not as bad as like killing somebody. Though he definitely shouldn't steal money, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking when he got out, I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure at least I was hoping that this guy would you know would really you know kind of. Totally clean up his act. I mean, he said how much he was glad glad to be out, and he he, oh. he said he wanted to get he wanted to, he wanted to get you know fast food and you know his favorite you know uh uh, uh their, um uh yeah Sean, yeah Sean's aunt Ray's mom Sheila you know they had all that like tables full of food and and even a, even a table full of pizza which is Ray's favorite and they were saying right. that thinking, and then Sean even Sean even had a job lined up for him. I mean I mean how many people can you say? You 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 come out of prison, you've got a job ready to go. I mean I mean I mean you don't have to, you don't have to you know go out looking for it. it, it you just show up and you could just start working. And you know and and it so was, it was surprising that you know, that Ray he didn't. Here he Sean had been at this job at this moving company for se- for seven years and had a really really nice. Bo- I mean his boss is like, don't worry about it, man. You need to take time off. Just don't don't even don't even have tasks. Don't even worry about it. You need to you know. I I mean not that many bosses are that. I mean are you know that you know consider it i mean that you know i mean you know understanding you know and, and here Ray, Ray he just kind of only works in what two or three weeks and just kind of ditches it and then when they were saying that they couldn't didn't see him for days i know mean, he was kind of ignoring his kit you know you know uh, uh you know uh his, uh his children that kind of and his wife i was like they can i'm pretty sure he's probably not up to any he's up to no good again i'm thinking that's what it was was going on mm-hmm. and i'm thinking and it's kind of um, I could definitely see why he would um, he would feel that him going to prison would be better than Daryl because Daryl had his whole life ahead of him and like toward the end of the book you would ho- you would really hope that, that 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 Miriam and and Grace forgiving forgiving Daryl you would hope that that would set him straight because here you know Sean had tried to tell him when he kept skipping school Sean had tried to talk to him and. And it didn't seem to be it didn't seem to be working and Daryl, he did he did have a lot of respect for his dad but he was kind of you know said a bunch of a bunch of junk by those former by those former gangsters and the gang and the, the want of you know the the wannabe gang members and the original original you know the people that were in that gang so you'd hope that it's we're not quite when i'm kind of hoping for the best i yes i i don't want ray to I don't want Ray to go to jail for murder because he would have went to jail for that, gu- for that, for having that gun. That's for sure. But it's, it's kind of hard to say. I mean, I mean, I can definitely see why he did it and um, it's, it's just kind of a, uh, we're not exactly sure. It's, um, uh, but it, I'd hope things would be, I mean, it's not that I didn't like Ray, but I could definitely hope things would go right for Daryl because Daryl had his whole life ahead of him and I'm not saying Ray didn't, but Daryl had more of his life going for him than at this point than, than what, and what Ray did. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, guys. <laughs> Sherry, I made you
2: the uh, Sherry, I made you the host. Y'all okay. have a good weekend. Yeah. See you later. Thanks, Alan. Thanks bye so bye. a lot. See you later, I
0: Alan. I think before You're people di- before people disappear, I'm just gonna mention the book for next time because I think people are starting to leave. So just so everybody right. is aware. Um, so the book is called The Midwife's Revolt. And the author is Joni Jody. I'm sorry, Jody Denard. And the DB number is DBC04046. And it's a historical fiction book. And it's 12 and a half hours. And it basically takes place during the colonial American time, and it's about the life of, of women at that time. Um, so that's, that's the next book that we have. I just want to mention it because I know it's after the hour. And I think people are starting to leave, so I'm just going to mention that for
5: everybody.
7: Uh-huh. Thanks, Michelle. That sounds good.
5: It does. Sound, it does sound, like a, it does sound like a good one.
7: And uh, last, my last comment about this uh, book was: as a reader, it is kind of easy to feel uh, for uh, sorry for Daryl, I kind of understand a little bit. He's just sixteen years old. And, who doesn't make stupid mistakes? I'm glad we don't make those mistakes. Yeah, but his but his dad coming out of jail, you can't have any sympathy for him hardly at all.
5: Yeah, Pit, I uh, numb, 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 uh, numb. By God,
7: by God, go out, drink, uh, stay away from your family, do all the stupid stuff that got him in trouble ten years ago. Yeah, you yeah. know, so he couldn't feel you uh, know kind of any relationship with him at all no he wasn't very sympathetic no
5: the only I, thing his, his wife was a good
1: character he, too his wife yeah i liked
5: his wife yeah. his wife was cool yeah actually that's the aunt
1: was just, a good character too
5: yeah just, yeah he was, his, she was
8: his his, his women folk were good people that's why yeah, i was so mad just at just him
5: for were. being the way he was <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yes I, I agree i agree with you liz
0: so the, the people that haven't spoken much lately, I know, does anybody have any comments? I don't. just want to make sure people are not having problems breaking through. No? Okay. Just want to check. Sounds good. Well, I think we're probably finished.
8: Yes. Yeah, it sounds yeah, like it.
0: Okay. Well, so thank you, everybody. I'm glad well, thank- everybody Michelle, are you came. doing
8: okay over there? I know your area, of the, your area of the country is getting hit pretty hard
9: too. We're we're getting hit hard. Oh, here.
0: I was I'm actually very very fortunate because I'm.